This is Lael Cooper Jepson, and I would love to read to you a chapter from my new book, which is currently in manuscript form and is due to be published in the summer of 2019. The book is called Witch Ways, The Unspoken Ways Women Create Change. So here we go. The quote at the top of this chapter is by Mary Oliver from The Journey. One day, you finally knew what you had to do and began. Though the voices around you kept shouting their bad advice, though the whole house began to tremble and you felt an old tug at your ankles. The chapter is called The Almighty Point. What's the point of doing it if it's not good, she asked. I hear that question so often from my clients. Hell, I ask that question so often myself. So I can appreciate firsthand how every slight detour or deviation from our normal day-to-day operations are often met with an elaborate vetting system with plenty of checks and balances and hoops to jump through, even to get give ourselves permission to do it. At which point we're so thoroughly exhausted from the Robert's Rules of Orders in our head, we've long since checked out and given up and crawled deep under the pile of other words that take the fizz out of our ginger ale, like pragmatic, productive, valuable, good enough, worth it, or my personal favorite, prudent. These are all phrases designed to get us back on track. Whose track that is exactly can be a whole other conversation. Bottom line, we're off it. So on that day, when my client asked herself that question, we paused. Rather than barreling through the assumption there was a point, we spent time actually considering that question from a place of curiosity rather than judgment. She had been trying to carve out some time in her busy life to feed her creativity, deciding that painting was something that she wanted to do more, except she she was noticing she wasn't doing it, that is. It was clear she was hitting something, resistance, fear, overwhelm, or some concoction of all three. Can you relate? What's the point of making art if it's not good? What's the point of writing if no one reads it? What's the point of making music if no one hears it? What's the point of gardening if you can't eat anything from it? What's the point of fighting for change if there's always someone who's going to disagree with you? What's the point of trying something new if you won't eventually master it? What's the point of slowing down if you'll have a pile of work waiting for you when you return? What's the point of fresh cut flowers by your bed if they eventually die and you won't even see them when you sleep? What's the point of romance and intimacy if you don't have an orgasm? What's the point of sending a handwritten thank you note if it's faster just to send a text or an email? What's the point of being in a band if you never perform or make money? What's the point of giving something if you don't get credit for it? What's the point of having a business if you don't grow it or sell it? What's the point of crying if it doesn't change anything? What is the point of beauty, of art, of pleasure, of dreaming, of giving, of receiving, of getting lost, of making connections, of feeling our emotions, of speaking our truth? Do you see what I'm getting at? We've lost our way. Ironically, We've missed the point in our feverish attempts to stick the landing of it. This is the voice we answer to in our society. This is what keeps us in our heads, keeps us up at night, 
keeps us from trying anything new, scary, or different. This is the voice that makes decisions for us, and this is the judge that we plead our cases before when it comes to desire, pleasure, and joy. And yet, our hearts keep beating, and our desire, it just keeps rising, wanting. We've lost our way because of our love of the destination, forward progress, the outcome, and the return of our investment. We've lost our way because we've forgotten that lines aren't the only form us humans can take and that there are more crayons for us to color with than other than black and white and maybe a few shades of gray. We can curve and bend. We can wax and wane. We can ebb and flow. We can rise and set. We can wander and not be lost. We can be present and moving. We can be still and active. We can bleed and not die. We can be silent and engaged. Women know this all too well as we were designed to move this way, naturally. We were designed to have curves. We were designed to have cycles. We were designed to be inconsistent. We were designed to see webs of interconnectedness. We were designed to create new lives inside, new life inside ourselves. But we've forgotten that, just like my client did that day. She wanted to know, where am I going with this? Why does this matter? How is this just not a waste of my time? What if nothing changes as a result? What if I, get, if I suck and people laugh? What if I'm good and I really am an artist? What if I can't stop? What if I don't ever want to stop? What if it makes me cry? Then what'll I do? What happens next? Our poor, tired heads. They work so damn hard for us, don't they? But here's the point, beautiful heads. We've forgotten what rapture and presence feels like. And that is critical to our humanity because it connects us to hope, each other, in this big, beautiful, blue-green planet we share. We've forgotten how to live from our bodies. And that is critical because so many of us are sick and tired and something's gotta give at a time when many of us feel like we've got nothing left to offer. What if it were the other way around? What if we lived in a world where, what if we lived in a world that values, where the value systems were flipped and the point didn't really matter? What if we didn't give away so much damn power to the point? What if the joy, happiness, or fulfillment we were seeking weren't dependent on being seen, heard, bought, or applauded. What kind of a life would you be living then? What would our world be like without so many points?